Hello, Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage. Today, we're so pleased to have Mary O'Neill, Principal Planner for Development Review with the City of Burlington. Mary's office is at the Department of Permitting Inspections. Mary is also an historic preservationist and partnered with BED on the creation of a guidebook that helps guide owners of historic buildings towards net zero. Mary O'Neill, it's so nice to have you with us today on the Net Zero Energy Podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. A lot of your work, Mary, is about preserving the historic integrity of buildings in Burlington, and we know we've got some old ones. Can you, can you paint a picture for us on what, what Burlington looks like from an historical perspective? Well, we have this fabulous community, this, this city that's more than 200 years old now, and we have very tangible remnants from every period of time here in Burlington. We have uh, those properties that were established here when the Burlington Bay grew to such prominence, uh, eventually being the third lar- largest lumber port in the U.S. at the end of the 19th century. So the, the built environment reflects that growing prosperity, and we have architecture from every type of uh, style and era, and we can really track Burlington's growth just through its bur- built environment. Well, I know it's what makes Burlington special, just the range of buildings, the style of buildings, how history is preserved in our housing stock. I mean, I know I'm very proud of our John Roberts house. We live in a John Roberts house, as you know. Uh, John Roberts is a most interesting character. I think if we're going to have some serial drama in Burlington, it has to include John Roberts, who was a carpenter first and foremost, and he built quite quietly and um, by design some of the most recognizable residential buildings in Burlington. They're very easy to spot. He was very clever and handy, and um, he was hired even by uh, the governor at the time to build on spec some houses. Housing was needed then in Burlington, so developed for the worker housing market some of the most extraordinary and ornate small residential buildings. Tell me if I'm wrong, but the way I describe it to people is you've had your lumber barons who were up off the water, maybe up on the hill. You had folks living on the water. It wasn't a desirable place to be at the time. And then you had this a new sort of middle class, merchants, et cetera, and they needed housing. The, the Roberts houses were really spectacular because they were built as single family houses. So um, maybe not the lowest worker here in Burlington, but certainly those that emerging uh, middle class as you're stepping from manufacturing work towards other kinds of work. So we have recognized these changes and how Burlington responded to the needs for housing. As you well know, Mary, Burlington is on a path to net zero energy or transitioning us away from fossil fuels in the built environment and the ground transportation sectors. And a lot of that building work requires heat pumping, moving away from natural gas, maybe with geothermal systems, for example, and weatherizing, because we want to tighten up the buildings that we have to the extent that it's healthy and good. And so it was really wonderful to partner with you as an historic preservationist on a guide that illustrates sort of how you can take your historic property 
and move it into the future, maintain its integrity while we think about transitioning away from fossil fuels. Can you tell us a little bit about the guide and how it came to be? This was a fabulous partnership that Burlington's certified local government, and I use that term specifically because it's a partnership um, between the National Park Service, the Vermont Division for Historic Preservation, and local municipalities in forwarding preservation ordinance, preservation activities, and in helping to fund these kinds of activities that, of which the guide was the product. Burlington Electric partnered with the CLG. We were specifically trying to address that heavy storm cloud that we frequently would see when people say, oh, I have an old building and it's an energy hog, or this is a bad thing to have an old building because I can't do anything with it. So we wanted to address those concerns, that very real need about making people comfortable living in circumstances where they're, they are comfortable, there's uh, good energy efficiency, and saving money. So this is a continuing conversation. The evolution continues, and we were ready to step in and help. We do, of course, have a, more than several historic properties in town which are now heat pumping. So we know there's an outside condenser unit when, we, when you heat pump. And we know that if the, if the condenser unit is in the back of the house, the side of the house, where it's not visible, there really, there's no problem with a heat pump. There would be no problem installing a heat pump or a, a, a ground-mounted condensing unit. Of course, for our historic buildings, we're always concerned about uh, the character of the building, particularly as it's viewed from the public right-of-way. So the uh, guidance within the uh, the uh, the guidance within the guidance document is going to address those things like appropriate placement and to facilitate any permitting that might be required. Permitting's not always required for these alterations. So look at the guide if if you have questions, and I would think Mary people can come directly to you if they have. Absolutely. Any specific Absolutely. questions? Yes. And I have received inquiries, mostly through email, asking for the guide and for specific guidance on, hey, we're thinking about doing a mini split. What direction can you give us? Or we're thinking about doing ground source pumps. Um, how how what might we expect going through a permitting system? Or is a permit even required? When is a permit required? We do have a page in our historic buildings path to net zero that gives more guidance on when do I need a permit, when don't I need a permit. Generally, repair and maintenance doesn't require a permit. Anything that's authorized by the building inspector as being a need um, does not, re does not uh, require a zoning permit. In most general terms, exterior alterations do require a zoning permit. They may require a building permit as well. Can you give us a couple of examples of homes that you've guided on their net zero energy transition? Frequently as part of a general rehab, and, and, and this follows the path um, and the directions that we provide within the guidance document is know your building first. Make your assessment. What are the goals you want to do? What are your general outcomes you're hoping for? Uh, I can recall easily a building within the Battery Street Historic District, uh, formerly a commercial property that had been rehabbed into residential. 
um, condensing units were installed on this for uh, comfort, for efficiency, and they were installed on a rear elevation so they're not visible from the street. So as part of an overall project for rehabilitation and the goals of the property owner, it was quite a successful project. So your message is know your building. Know your building. Know your goals. Know your goals. And knowing buildings, can I just ask Mary, and this may not be a fair question to the historic preservationists, but what are some of your favorite buildings in Burlington? Can you? Oh, that's entirely unfair. <laughs> and quite frankly, the building we're sitting in right now is one of them. This was designed by Julian Goodrich. My last home was designed by Julian Goodrich, and uh, he and his twin brother worked in partnership. One was an engineer and one was an architect. And Julian did this fabulous thing of, of, of kind of crossing over from colonial, colonial revival, which was my last home, to this modern aesthetic. Um, he did some of the buildings at, on the Trinity campus as well. And uh, um, I, I love this building. It's very, very iconic. By the 85 Pine for folks that don't know where we're sitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the BED building. Yeah, yeah. the B, the big cool. black cube, yes. So that's interesting. I thought you were going to go with Victorian, but you're going with um, a modernist oh, building. you know, there's um, there are... Burlington is a jewelry box of architecture. The Five Sisters neighborhood is uh, is almost a catalog of catalog homes, and I love to go down in that neighborhood. And I can I can pick out you know this is a, a Sears Crescent building. This is one from Gordon Van Tyne's um, catalog. And when you when you imagine that point in time when people who were just stepping into home ownership were just being able to purchase property and construct a building or buy one that had just been built by a builder, that they were able to pick from some of the most popular nationally and live in these sweet little residences down in a neighborhood that was walkable to the downtown. I love this idea of a national phenomena that, that is in, in full color in 3D right here in Burlington. So that's a neighborhood that, that everybody loves. These houses were built, and it's not like they are. It's, it, it's a point in time, and yet we continue to evolve and grow in Burlington. And part of that is moving away from fossil fuels, all part of our historic trajectory. Yeah, everything old is new again. Yes, that's true. Call us, email us, write us. We're happy to help when, with your next project. Okay. Well, Mary, thank you so much. It was really fun to, to talk with you. It was my privilege. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast or what BED offers regarding incentives, rebates, or technological support, look for us at burlingtonelectric.com or call us at 802-865-7300. You can also follow us on Facebook. We're always here to help and look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy. Mm-hmm.